It's the odd, odd, odd to Newfoundland. Ghostly greetings from your host, Jonathan. Mysteries, ghosts, monsters, and lore. East Coast esoterica and so much more. If it's up to you, friend, it's on the up to you, found line. <laughs> Welcome back to the Odd the Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast. History has a lot of haunted spots, but there's one thing you don't have to have, and that's haunted, crappy audio. Yeah, that's right. You know who I'm talking about. Our very gracious, wonderful sponsor, the ones who saved my bacon during the pandemic and kept this show going, AccuSonus, an amazing software plugin for anybody who has Adobe, Audacity, GarageBand, you name it. These guys are a very simple little file you download which will help you turn yourself into a freaking sound engineer. That's right. Now, I'm not saying you got to scrub your EVPs with these guys. I'm just saying this. They can really, really help you sound so much smarter than I actually am. <laughs> For instance, one of their turn-of-the-knob ideas they have is a very simple deverberator, an amazing tool that works with your existing computer. All you got to do is take your existing audio file, and if you find there's like a lot of echo, echo, echo in it, it will actually remove it. That's right. It'll take it out. And here's the kicker. It'll save you so much time because it's a mere turn of a knob. Such an amazing software, guys. Check them out. They're down in the, sh they're down in the show notes. AccuSonus has been my wonderful sponsor for a long time, and I just want to say, please give them a shot. And, ho, oh, tell them Johnny sent you. They probably won't give you a discount, but it doesn't hurt. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Paranormal investigators. Gotta love them, right? Kind of am one. Was one for many years, but hung up the old microphone. Why? Because I wanted to use it to talk to other paranormal investigators. Well, tonight, the dream comes true. Not once, not twice, but thrice. I got Leanne, I got Green, and I got Kelly. Okay? And these three ladies are part of a brand new television show. Not just a little rinky-dink television show either. Like, this is the real deal. It's actually coming out on September 8th. That's right. When this podcast comes out on the 1st, oh, baby, you're a mere week away from enjoying history's most haunted. How cool is this? I hope, I hope, I hope they're hearing me right now. They haven't decided to hang up their, their phone and go back to paranormal investigating. I'm hoping they're still there. Guys, are you there? Yeah, oh. we are definitely here. Okay. So, like, first and foremost, there's no place like home. Leanne, where are you from? I'm from British Columbia. I currently live in, like, the central part of the province. So, yeah, Canadiana. Awesome. So, I'm in Newfoundland, so we're, we're, we're literally, we're literally the bread of the sandwich that is Canada. Corrine, where are you from? Uh, I am currently in Vancouver, just outside Vancouver, so British Columbia as well. Okay, Kelly, are you from British Columbia too? 
I am also from British Columbia. I'm from the Vancouver area, but currently living in northern BC. I mean, guys, how the heck did this all start? I mean, I thought this was Bigfoot Company. Shouldn't you guys be out there squatching? You know what I mean? Like, come on. Like, what what happened? How did you guys get into paranormal investigating? And is it something you guys have been doing for a long time? Absolutely. Um, I think it's kind of start, started when we were, you know, kids, to be honest. So we've had experiences when, since we've been very little. And um, Leanne and I are actually sisters. So I was the older sister. And growing up, you know, I was intrigued by these kind of things. And then Leanne got older and she was, you know, getting into this. And then Kelly and Leanne met and I'll let them explain that. But yeah, it's, it's been part of us forever. Yeah, so Kelly and I were best friends in high school, and naturally, she tells it best, but I was talking about all these, like, funny, weird things, because I've been obsessed with the supernatural and paranormal since I was a kid, and it's not something I've shied away from talking about, like, ever. So, um, yeah, it was just kind of part of the friendship, and it evolved into ghost hunting. Our business is beyond the haunting, and, you know, like you said, we were from... BC and we just wrapped up the Haunted Gold Rush documentary, which we started this whole journey in our own backyard. So season one is just the next part of it. Sorry. Yeah, for me, those two grew up with all of this. Um, Crean was essentially born with abilities that she learned to hide. And Leanne was the one who saw all of this because they shared a room and was like wanted to shout it from the rooftops. And she did, even in high school. So I met her, we played volleyball together, and she was really fun. I liked spending time with her. I liked playing sports with her. And when I spent time with her, she would talk about things that I had never honestly heard of in my life. And it was all very new. And I thought she was kind of weird, but I enjoyed spending time with her. And I mean, I don't say that in a mean way. I just thought she was different. I'd never had conversations or even considered these topics, you know? So the more I spent time with her, the more I liked her. And I thought, okay, she's cool. This is all really strange to me. And then I'd spend time at their house and I met Kareen and I saw their dynamic and I saw her abilities. And it was, it was so undeniable. She knew things that people that would come over to the house, she knew things that only they knew or them and their dad grandmother knew. And it was like, I'm witnessing this for myself. And it's like, you know what? All the stuff that I've learned growing up, something's not adding up. So my mind just kind of opened and they've sort of welcomed me into their world and I haven't looked back. I think it's absolutely, well, I, I just, I think it's wonderful that in such a lonely field, you already got, well, your sister's by your side. And I think that's really, really cool. So history's most haunted, huh? Okay. All right. So here's the really cool thing. You know, normally when someone asks, what's this show all about? It's usually a boring question. <laughs> but guess what? Nobody really knows what this show is about. It isn't out yet. So I'm going to ask the boring question, guys. Here it is. Here it comes. What is this new television show all about? Um, well, I can take that one. History's Most Haunted is three sisters and best friends. And we are traveling to some of the most iconic and amazing locations, haunted locations all over North America to essentially uncover new history and new truths. And this is something that has not been done. Like there has not been a female-led team and there has not been this lens on paranormal. So we are so, so excited. I know. I I I, I was so excited for that too. Cause like how many times have I been out and it's been me and another guy or me and another girl. And it's usually like a team of two. And maybe an audio guy. Maybe. Usually I'm that audio guy, by the way. 
Um, it's it's refreshing to see uh, three leads, really. And it's really interesting. And the different skill sets and stuff like that you bring in. So somebody's a sensitive, right? What's going on here? What's everyone's abilities? And if you haven't got the supernatural abilities, what are your technical abilities? Because I know me, like I'm a total EVP guy, but eh, as for the whole psychic stuff, I just haven't got any gifts at all. <laughs> Tell me a little tiny bit about what you guys specialize on the team. Okay, I guess I could jump in on that one. Um, yeah, I guess <laughs> it's, it's been fun for me because I've uh, been wrapping my head around what I have for my whole life, but I guess you would call me a psychic medium. So I can, you know, hear and I can see and I can, I don't know, sense what's happened and I can pick up on residual energies and I can, you know, tap into what's going to happen. So I think for myself, um, all of my skills kind of, combine in this paranormal investigative world to kind of help. So I think we consider ourselves our first tool of investigation or investigating. And then, you know, we go in and with our skills, we kind of just put the puzzle together using the paranormal equipment using what we have, but also using our skill set as well. Yeah. For me, um, I mean, I used to go to these, they would take me to haunted places and I would just observe and I would watch Korean and I would watch Leanne and I just kind of, was a fly on the wall. And eventually I realized that I was experiencing things in these spaces. And in the past, they would have just kind of explained them away, rationalized them, you know, gave them another reason why they're happening. But in these spaces, I was going in and I was starting to, to notice that things were happening. Yeah, I was feeling things, sensing things in my body. I would see something in my mind's eye. I would hear a name. I would see a name. And it was like, in the past, they would have just like brushed it off and and let that thought slip. Like, that doesn't mean anything. But then when it, we were going in with the intention of witnessing these spaces early on for me, I would start to say it and they would go, Karine would be like, yeah, I get that too. What is, it, is that exactly that you see in your mind? And I would explain it's an old man and he's like hunched over and then Karine would tap into that energy as well. And then Leanne would feel something in her own way. And so for me, it's been looking back, I realized that I did have some abilities as a child, but it wasn't it was sort of pushed aside because obviously nobody understood it or wanted to acknowledge it. And so as I met these two, I was able to really go within and explore what I always had. And I believe everybody can tap into with their own intuition. And so by going in and experiencing these things and with a curiosity, just wanting to witness and experience, I've, I've noticed that people like to call me an empath. So I don't, I don't know. I'm just sort of evolving on this journey as I go. So I sense, I feel, I hear, I see. It's 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 just a big cocktail that I'm, you know, getting a hold of myself. Yeah, and it's it's pretty cool. Like you'll see it on the show. Like when we're together, it amplifies anything we all have. And for me, from like a very young age, I could see things, hear things, kind of know things. Um, I also have like really strong premonition dreams. Um, so I don't really know what that is, but when we go into a space, I can like just start leaning into what you're feeling, what you're seeing. And it's very, very interesting how it will start like, you know, we'll be bouncing off each other, like what's happening and kind of piece together a puzzle somehow with all of it. So yeah, no, it's definitely um, fun to be a part of it. Attention all Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio listeners. The Odd to New Finland Paranormal Podcast brings you the best in East Coast esoterica on the first of every month. 
Together, we can keep it growing by sharing the show on social media, subscribing to the show wherever you may be listening to it from, and by leaving feedback about your favorite episodes. John certainly needs a friend like you to help make his dreams come true. Minus the alien abduction dreams. That is not cool at all. The Odd to New Finland Paranormal Podcast. Always available. Always free. Always odd. You know, there's a sea of paranormal investigating shows. And I really feel that having three women, just the three of you guys in there, as the leads, has is, is never been done before. It's, it's really groundbreaking, actually. And But there's more than just that that's going to separate you from other paranormal investigating shows. Um, tell me a little tiny bit about some of the equipment you guys use when you're there. Do you guys use some of the traditional paranormal investigating tools? Or do you guys have new things? What do you guys use? Yeah, we totally we use a variety of tools, um, as most investigators do. Um, I think some of our go-tos, you know, I think I would say we look at the REM pod quite often. We use the SLS quite often. Um, the tripwire REM pod has been a new one that we've kind of incorporated this season. Um, we do EVPs. We've got some. We've got it all. But I think really the reason that we have those two is to kind of validate what we're feeling, right? So we buy these <clears throat> these tools to help us like validate what we're experiencing, what we're hearing, what we're seeing. You know, there's sometimes in this season, you're going to see we get a name or we pick up something and then immediately like an ovulist will respond and the REM pod will go off or something will map in and it'll say the word that we were trying to get, you know, drawn out from the spirit. So yeah, it's, um, we use all the different gears. I don't know which one particular that we use. Oh, we have so many things and it's Karine. Karine's always been the gear head. Like she's always with the gear. Something comes out. She, she just says she's thinking about getting it. And the next day she's like, I bought it. Like she, we have quite an arsenal of things like teddy bears and ovelus and like anything you can think of. We've ha have it or are in the process of trying to acquire it. I can just picture it now. Like my wife comes in the house, she walks into the door and she drops her purse on the ground and some money flies this way, your keys go that way, a little little side purse, you know, such a normal <laughs> purse. You guys on the investigation drops down, K2 goes across the floor, REM pods going left and right. I can see it now. <laughs> you know, there's so there's so many wonderful haunted locations all across Canada. And, you know, I'm, I'm so fortunate to be in the oldest city in North America here in good old St. John's, Newfoundland. But what are some of history's most haunted locations? Maybe even give us a little, well, I don't know, a little tidbit about the upcoming show. Like, there might be a few locations that, you know, they're all secret, kind of. But is there anywhere you guys investigated that might be, oh, I don't know, that first episode, maybe? Yeah, so um, there was a sneak peek, but one of the big places, we were in San Antonio, oh, and yeah. it was the Ghosts of the Alamo. So that was actually um, pretty groundbreaking, I would say, what we what happened there and the findings and what we uncovered and talking to archivists. And yeah, like it is, that was a wild journey. Mm -hmm. That's so interesting, too. I'm not at all jealous. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to come to Newfoundland sometime and let the old dog take you around? I'd love to show you some spots. I'd love to do that with you. <laughs> well, we may or may not have actually been close to you on one of our episodes. Yeah. For God's sake. Yeah, what? you know what? 
what do you, now you can't just leave it like that. You got to tell me where you were. Don't tell me you were close like Nova Scotia. Tell me you were actually like in Newfoundland. Like, like what's going on here? <laughs> it was this little place called uh, Bell Island. Oh my God. You were over Bell Island. Shout out to all my friends over in Bell Island. God love you guys. Don't tell me you guys got trapped in those old haunted mines down there. Sure did. Okay. Well, I'm not going to spoil any more of that episode. I can't wait to see it. And I'm so excited for you three. Like, you know, you know, we can talk all night about, you know, our show is successful. We're going to be on TV. Like, but, but like, how does this make you feel as investigators and people? Because there's so many people out there doing exactly what you do, but no one really knows about it. It's kind of taboo. And here you three are trailblazing your way in. First full-on woman team. All female paranormal investigators, new show kind of stimulate. Like, how do you feel individually about this? Like, this this has got to be a dream come true. Oh, for sure. Um, I still think I'm a little bit in shock. Like, this has just been what we've been doing. And, you know, like you said, a lot of people don't tell people that they're out investigating. And for myself, I didn't tell anybody I even had abilities for most of my life. So for me to be telling people that I do and the three of us out there investigating and and uncovering these things that are just unbelievable and having these experiences and then having to share that and getting to share that with everybody is it's it's a huge honor and it's uh yeah i'm still wrapping my head around it but it's it's amazing i think it's yeah one. for me like oh sorry no you go ahead Keep i was gonna say <laughs> okay like screaming it from the rooftops from a kid and now people actually wanting to listen to me <laughs> like <laughs> an engaged audience is like unbelievable and like most people in my life know I'm into this stuff and it is not surprising so they are just so excited for me and for us and yeah like to be able to do something you're passionate about in life I think is pretty bucket list and for me that is this yeah for me it's really exciting and um it really shows, I think I can speak for all of us, that we're leaning into ourselves, leaning into our truths. And I mean, for a lot of, I know Karina and I can relate because we were very shut down and didn't let anyone know anything about the abilities that we may have had. And now it's like embracing that was scary in the beginning. And so we did do this and didn't tell many people before years back. And as time passed, we started to let go of those fears and now we're all into it. And I mean, living authentically on TV, we are not actors. That is truly us. We are, we have decided as a group, we are doing this in the name of truth. We are being ourselves. We are being authentic and we're just going to see where this road takes us. I think trailblazers is, is a great thing to be when you're heading to the Alamo, right? Anything crazy happened there while you were there? Any any REM pods going off? Just uh, you know, maybe yeah. some uh, some very interesting experiences. And and please don't spoil everything for everyone for that first episode. But say you know, like, am I gonna be like, oh my god, did that just happen when I watched the show? Yes, yes, yes you will. <laughs> <laughs> I can't um, wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, I just I will never forget. Um, there were some tunnels that we entered and without giving too much away, that was something that I still think about a lot. That was a intense experience. So stay tuned for the tunnels. Oh my God. Guys, we'll see you in the Alamo. So let's talk a little tiny bit about the steps it took to get to history's most haunted, because sometimes people have dreams that take a long time to manifest, you know, um, you know, when did this idea come about 
And uh, what was kind of like the catalyst for the three of you guys? Because it's a daunting task to do this TV show. It's an absolutely daunting task. You guys could still do what you love to do, but this became a TV show. Like, how the heck did this come about? Yeah, so we actually um, pitched the network, so T&E, our Haunted Gold Rush idea. And it was during um, COVID when everything was online. So we were able to do a lot and we put everything into this. And they really loved the idea. And so we filmed Haunted Gold Rush um, last year. Was it last year? It's like, seems like a lot has happened. But, uh, and that was essentially the catalyst for History's Most Haunted to see if people liked who we are, liked the style. And it was um, very successful. And so it was like a no brainer that we just keep going. Like the momentum is just building. You know, there's a lot of people out there right now who are going to watch this show and say, oh, my God. Well, first off, I want to join this team. This is great. <laughs> Secondly, there's also a lot of people out there right now who are, shall we say, in the paranormal closet. They haven't really come out about it yet. They're kind of nervous. They're afraid. They're ashamed. They, there's so many different feelings going on there that they don't want to share. What do you have to say to to all the men and women out there who are having these experiences, who, who who have a passion for the paranormal, who want to get involved with teams. What do, you, what do you got to say to those people out there right now who might be watching you on the 8th of September and listening to the show right now? Oh, man, I think that's right up my alley. Um, as someone who literally just told the majority of my people in my life in the last couple of years, I would tell people, you know, it's scary, it's um, stressful, but once you do, the weight lifts and you become your, like Kelly said, your true authentic self and it it just becomes amplified and it becomes part of you and I, it, it's worth it. You know, every every journey you have to take a step and go through all these challenges. And so I, I would say, you know what, it is true. It's It's real. Like these experiences you're having are real to you. And if nobody else sees them or nobody else hears or experiences them the same way, that doesn't mean they're not real. And you need to embrace that, which is still something I'm learning to do more. And we all are, but you know, I would say just step into it and be true to yourself because that's what's happening to you. And that's your experience. I have to agree fully with that. Um, yeah. What you know, what you experience is your experience. No one else can be in your experience. Um, and for the three of us, we go into different locations and we each experience it differently. No one can deny your experience and your reality. So we do this for people to validate them. Oftentimes we've gone to places and experienced and all the people wanted to know was, I'm not losing it. You experienced something too, because other people were telling them that it wasn't there, just like Korean experienced. And I, I was told when I was little. And so we have also said together that this is for the little Koreans, Kellys and Leanne's out there who, you know, didn't have a space for this growing up. We hope that moving forward, you know, there's kids who see things, there's kids who hear things. And so we don't want fear to be struck down on them. We want people to just be who they are. There's... Yeah. And at the end of the day, find a group of people like we have our we have our group, find people that are interested in the same thing. And yeah, just go out and look for it. And you know what? The other thing is, is you never know how people are going to take it until you say it. Because when we came out and started telling people this, there's people that you think would be judgmental that shocked the pants off of us, that we were like, no way. It gives other people a chance to share the experiences that they've always wondered about. 
or it reminds them and jogs their memory about things that have happened in their past. So you just never know. Just be yourself. That's all I have to say. One of my favorite things is when you come across someone who is like, you know, my favorite, my favorite paranormal encounter <laughs> with people, so to speak, like when you're on the subject, when you're talking about it, is people say, man, I got no time. I don't believe in that stuff at all. It's absolute rubbish. I don't believe it. But this one time this happened to me. <laughs> it's like the belief system knows something happened, but, uh, you know, won't, it's in denial almost. You know what I mean? It's it's uh, it's pretty wild. And uh, many, many, many years of doing this podcast, uh, almost into my 10th year. And everyone has always said the same thing. Almost always. You know, there's a there's a brotherhood and in your case, a sisterhood out there for everybody. Out, everybody, really. You just got to find the weirdies like us. We're hiding around her somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so history's most haunted debuts on september 8th guys what's the plan you gonna sit back and watch the fruits of your labor yeah we're just uh we're just talking about that you know it, viewing it party like yeah, weekly and we're kind of in different parts of the province but we'll make some something fun happen for sure can i, can I suggest a live watch party online i think that'd be great yeah That'd be kind of yeah, cool. we're talking about uh, something fun for the last episode, which is actually the Newfoundland episode. So. Oh, for God's sake, you're just teasing me now. This is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a shocker for us. Honestly, we've been to, you know, six different places and that was uh, that was a doozy. Well, I'm, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm one of, I think, a handful of paranormal investigators who were allowed to go into Bell Island Mines. And unfortunately... I had to sign the non-disclose agreement because everything I do is audio-based and they don't want anything that might, quote-unquote, hurt the business. But since that time, they have definitely left the, uh, shall we say, some of the locations a little bit more open for people. They've, they've definitely softened on us. And I think two years in a pandemic and just not having that kind of money coming in anymore from people because people can't get there. I think it's, it's in a way, it's opened the gates to a lot of these places we never had access to. And uh, I'm really glad that you guys got to be in there. I'm really glad. Um, you know, there's there's many, many, many things in my future that I'm looking forward to. And I'm sure there's many, many things in yours as well. And I have a hunch that the three of you, I mean, this is just really the beginning. <laughs> this is just three most haunted is done and wrapped it in the can. As you guys know, when a show is done, it's done. It's already finished. What's next? And are you already working on it? Um, so many things in the works, but Leanne, <laughs> um, I don't know if we can say what's next, but um, I will just say that we also agree it's the beginning and we are in full steam ahead mode and we're just super happy that the network gave us a home for this season and um, yeah, we hope everybody loves it and we can just keep going. Very, very exciting. Well, guys, we're going to sign off there. But, you know, before I go, a sincere thank you to the three of you. Guys, paranormal investigators Leanne, Corrine, and Kelly, they're back to explore the most terrifying locations in history. That's right. It's history's most wanted, sorry, haunted. Catch this thrilling new series beginning September 8th at 10 p.m. Eastern and Pacific. How freaking exciting is that for the three of you? Guys, thank you so much for being odd to Newfoundland tonight. Thank you so much for having us. It's been, it was really fun. Thank you.
Well, the time to say goodbye is upon us. But don't worry, you can keep track of the Odd Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast very easily. It's available on Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean, and TuneIn Radio. Just look for the Odd Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast banner. Of course, if you'd like to keep up to date, you can always check out the Odd Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast Facebook page, drop a like, and every single time a new show goes up, you'll be notified. You can also follow me, John Mallard, on Twitter, at O-D-D-T-O-N-F-L-D. That's odd to Newfoundland. Get your latest news on the podcast as well as the ever-popular para-joke of the day. From the oldest city in North America, I bid you adieu. From the Odd to Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast.